Welcome to the 266 Express. I'm John Noblet here with my co-host, Donna Green. Donna, who do we have with us today? Today we have Miss Valerie Foster. She's the Executive Director of the Sanger Education Foundation. Welcome, Valerie. Well, good morning. How are you? Great. Good. It's great to have you. Tell us a little bit about the Sanger Education Foundation and, and why it was created. Well, the foundation um, is a public 501c3 public um, um, nonprofit de- design created to support the Sanger ISD through instructional academic programs that enrich our learning environments. Um, we do that by building a strong community support for public education, and we also recognize creative and educational activities while creating a perpetual source of funding for future programs um, or to keep these programs, you know, in our, our community through our schools. Wonderful. So how did Valerie herself get involved with the education Oh, foundation? well, um, I was a volunteer in the school district for many years when my children were in school, and then in 2005, I realized that there was other ways that we could support the district, and what were those other ways? So I had a conversation with Jeff Springer. Um, Jeff at the time had his mother's scholarship and was looking for a permanent home for that scholarship. So Jeff and I kind of compared notes and started doing some research. Um, like I said, this was back in 2005. And on our research, we realized that there was education foundations out there for uh, K through 12. And so we went and uh, started doing that research. And we actually went to Austin and attended a conference for educational foundations and realized this was the best fit for Sanger School District. And so we started that process, um, created a steering committee, and were officially recognized as a 501c3 through the IRS in 2007. Um, so it just kind of came together. Um, we had the our superintendent. I was very supportive of it, and the school board got behind it and said, let's get this going for our community. So that's how it kind of got started. Yeah. Now, it kind of goes a little further back for you, though, right? You're not just the foundation executive director there. You're a Sanger native, right? Um, No, I'm not from Sanger. I got here as fast as I could. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moved here in 1981, um, and like I said, just got kind of involved with my children in school. And through that, you know, we just realized that, um, Sanger was a great place to be. This is where we wanted our family. And so we just kind of jumped in and the way to do that was just volunteering through the school district. There wasn't a lot of, you know, a lot of other opportunities for us to, to get engaged other than through the school district. Other than through the school. So that's how we kind of got started. And, um, you know, I just, I, I love this community. Both of my children graduated from here and, you know, we're still here. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, going back to the foundation, what is the actual purpose of the foundation? Because I, I know, uh, I know some people don't realize what what the what the foundation actually is. Right. Um, so the purpose of the foundation is to introduce and support funding initiatives designed to strengthen the quality of, of education in Sanger ISD. Um, I actually, uh, when I was volunteering, I got hired by the school district to be the first. Uh, community outreach liaison for the school district. And then that kind of manifested into the homeless liaison for the school district. So I actually retired from Sanger ISD um, after 20 years working with them and was assigned with the, through the foundation or through the school district to be the liaison for the foundation. And then the foundation asked me to serve as that executive director. So we've always seen the purpose of the foundation is to come back in and support the school district in a multitude of means, however that looks like. Um, helping with the community outreach programs, helping with just develop school, dis- you know, the school programs, or come back and enrich those processes. But it really is designed to strengthen the quality of education in Sanger through community input and keep that community tied into the schools. Wow. 
So, um, so I know that it's a, that you support the schools, but how do you, I know you do scholarships, there's grants. Can mm-hmm. you kind of tell us about that for the people who don't know? So um, we do have the ability um, to fund scholarships uh, through, you know, we, we saw the scholarship piece as an opportunity to service our community. There was a lot of scholarships established in Sanger that were just paid for annually. They just fundraised and they paid for it. But some of them had gone back into like the 1940s and 50s and they were, those individuals were, were deceased now. And so the people that supported them, and we didn't want those scholarships to go away. So we felt like if we offer um provided an opportunity for the community to have permanent scholarships representative of the historical um, people in the community, that was a service we could do. So we do have the scholarship piece, and those are funded through endowments. Um, Then in addition to that, we have instructional initiatives, which is where individuals, um, all of our unrestricted funds can go to pay for instructional academic programs. And those directly impact every student in the school district through teacher grants. Um, and the teachers submit an application to us. They give us their creative and innovative ideas. Um, we take that and, and, you know, process that, and we are able to make those awards through either through the endowment process or through unrestricted funds that come in. How, how, how do you receive your funds? How, how does that work for the foundation? Well, 100% of our, the way we fund is 100% is through individuals, private businesses, businesses or private family foundations. Um we don't receive any other support other than directly through the public in some form or fashion. Um, so, you know, just it really is a business that is designed to create that perpetual source of funding so that after we're all long gone, there's still funding available through those endowments to be able to pay for programs or fund those programs as they become available or to keep them currently there. So, but it's 100% funded by the public. So, how, what's the process? So if when someone applies for a grant or a scholarship, what's the process that it goes through? Who choose, Who decides whether they get it or not? Right. That's a great question because it really is we are very um, reg- regimented through our policies and procedures. So we have a committee that comes through that we put together on an annual basis that does a blind review of all of our applications, whether they're instructional grants or scholarships. And through that blind review, they, they have a rubric that they score. So it's a very unbiased process that they review those scholarships and grant applications. Through that scoring process, then they come back together and they, they start talking about what the scores are on those applications. And we basically have a budget every year of how much funds we can put out for scholarships and how much we can put out for instructional initiatives. And we start awarding to – we've – We've spent every penny that we have available to them. But it is a process that goes through a blind review. The committee is made is, is comprised of a variety, a broad spectrum of community um, volunteers, business owners. It could be um, retired teachers. I mean, it's just it's a very broad spectrum of volunteers that we form every year to take on that process. And it's a tedious process because they don't know who the campuses are. They don't know... Um, who the students are. They just are looking at an application on a piece of paper and just scoring it blindly and using that rubric to base those decisions on. That's interesting. So is, is, the, is the Sanger Education Foundation, is it a function of the ISD? No, we are completely separate from the school district. Um, the only thing that we do, um, we have the school district give us their strategic plan, and we ask the teachers when they're applying for a grant application that it aligns with their strategic plan so that we're not doing something that's totally out of character for the school district. But, no, the foundation is a completely separate 501c3 entity 
that's just designed to support the school district. Um, so speaking of funding, one of the things you guys do is you have a, a big gala every year. So you want to tell us about that, how it started and, and how it's morphed over the years? And when is it coming up? When that's, coming what up. I, that's what I want to know. It's coming up really quickly. It's Friday, March the 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gala is our one annual fundraiser. We don't want to do a lot of fundraisers. Um, we just, we really focus in on just this one annual gala. It brings about 320 to 350 people in together for one evening to celebrate and recognize some of the grants that they've made possible, but also to encourage them to get involved with the schools. Um, so the gala, this year we're changing it up. We've got a new venue. Um, we're doing a new catered sit-down meal. Um, we've got some great activities that go along with that. But 100% of the proceeds that we raise that evening goes directly back into the classroom, either in instructional initiatives or in a scholarship form. So, And we take great pride in that, that we're able to fundraise and really show the impact that, you know, a $1 can make in a classroom or, you know, it doesn't matter to us. It's not the size of the gift that matters. It's that every gift matters. And you collectively add those together and they make a huge impact. Um, But the gala is just a great way just to bring everybody together, stakeholders that have a footprint in Sanger or want to be engaged in Sanger or just want to know more about the schools. Um, And so it's just a wonderful way that we can just celebrate one evening and raise a significant amount of funds to really impact what we do, you know, moving forward. How are you doing with tables and, and tickets and, and things like that for, for the, uh, for the gala? Or is there an opportunity for people that may, may be listening to this uh, in, in February to still participate in the yes, gala? Yes. They can uh, come to the Sanger Education Foundation website. It's, it's sangereducationfoundation.org. And they're able to see right there at the top of the page um, how to get tickets. Tickets are currently available. Um, we'll be delivering those tickets about February 15th or so. Um, so, Or they can just con- contact us at the foundation office. We're located at 400 Bolivar Street, um, Suite 102 in the Wilfong Building. They can come by and visit with us, or they can check online, or they can email me directly, and we can go from there. But we can get them tickets if they want to come. Is that is that also, are, are those the same avenues they would do for uh, for any other donations or funding that they might be willing it's to do? Yes, yeah, it's, it's all available on our website. Okay. Um, they can make any kind of donation. They can see the different endowments that we have, or if they want to maybe um, create their own endowment. Maybe there's something that they're passionate about, you know, that they want to preserve in the Sanger and leave a footprint as well. We can certainly visit with them about that. But all that information is on our website. We keep that very current. So, um, again, it's just coming to the SangerEducationFoundation.org website um, and reach out to us, and we can help them anyway. We're also accepting currently the donations for our silent and live auction items for the gala. So if you're a business and would like to get your exposure out there about the um, make, possibly making a donation of some type for this the gala, just give us a call or come reach out to us through our email. So I know you do the, the monetary donations, but what are the other ways that people who want to get involved could support if they didn't want to do the, the financial piece? One of the best ways and what we're always seeking is volunteers. There are lots of ways that they can volunteer. Um, our board is comprised of nine board members. They're all volunteers. But in that, under our board, we have subcommittees. Um, those subcommittees, there's five, and we're always seeking volunteers for those committees. Um, we're looking at your time and your talent um, because we are a business, um, and so we're and we're very much governed by that. But we have an administration committee that looks over all of our governance. We have an investment committee that looks over the investments and the financial part of the foundation. We have a programs committee that helps us set those programs and identify what programs we're going to be funding with the school district. 
and also kind of look over the scholarship applications and the, and the um, instructional grant applications. And then we have a development committee that works on all of our development, uh, kind of like what you do here, Donna, with the city. You know, what programs, you know, what, what events are we going to do, what activities? Um, you know, during COVID, we, we decided that there needed to be a platform for the city to get information out and the school district to get information out. And that's when we launched our lunch, you know, lunch with the, the, both entities. And that became a huge um, part of just getting a service out back to the community to say, these are this is Sanger. You know, our city and our school district is the reason we're here, but they needed a platform to get information out. So that's the development committee. They look at what we can do to continue the foundation's work. Then we have a marketing committee that really puts out what, what the marketing looks like and how we get the word out. A lot of folks don't understand, you know, don't know about the foundation yet, even though we've been here almost 20 years. Mm. You know, so um, just trying to get the word out about the foundation and what the foundation can do um, for individuals and, the, and our students. So. You know, I think it's fantastic and it's super interesting to me because, uh, you know, I, uh, you've, you've heard me say it. Everybody's heard me say it. Strong, strong schools, strong mm-hmm. chambers, strong cities make strong communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you guys do a fantastic job with what you do uh, because a lot of people don't realize that in order for, for the city to function correctly, for their school or a chamber to function correctly, there are a lot of people on the outside doing things that may not be part of the corporate entities proper, but they're supporting them at a high level, much mm-hmm. like the foundation does with the ISD. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, for one, am very appreciative for organizations and foundations like yours that have committed to uh, to what can sometimes be a really challenging market to make sure that the tools and resources are available for uh, for the teachers and the administration there at the school to provide a high level of education and leadership to the community. Well, thank you. It is a, it is an honor. And, you know, those committee members, I mean, that represents about 50 to 60 volunteers that just come in and agree to serve a one-year term just to help us out and fill in those needs, however that looks. Um, and then from there, we build our board members. But we see it as a way to give back to our community. Um, and the education, the Sanger Education Foundation is kind of unique because we we are modeled after a university or you know the university model that we are able to do the endowments so individuals can leave a family legacy if they want Um, right now I think we have 37 different endowments that that have different initiatives whether some of them are scholarships some of them might be career and technology uh, some of them might be just for basic elementary education you know but it's whatever an individual wants and we just feel like it's an honor and a service that we can provide back and again we're all volunteers so it's it's amazing what volunteers can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, we've just been blessed. Yeah. So is there anything else that you, if you wanted the people to know about the Education Foundation that they probably don't know? You guys do so much. But, you know, what's something you might want to leave them with to say, we also do this, this, mm-hmm. and this? Well, um, like I said, the foundation is a private entity from the school district. So we are, like I said, we're located here on the Wilfong Building. Um, we're totally um, self-supportive. We have been amazed um, and very honored that we've had businesses step up and say, you are a business, so can we, can we provide your office equipment? Can we provide, you know, services for you to help you run that business? And, that you know, through that we've had in-kind donations come through that have helped us really keep the money going towards the students, and that's been a privilege. Um, since we've started, we've awarded back about $1.2 million back to Sanger ISD. And when I talk to other foundations, you know, they, are, they look at Sanger and they're, really? I mean, but that's, it is, it is a reflection of this community and how giving they are. 
And I think when you've been in Sanger for a little while, you realize that Sanger is a very unique community in that it supports itself. It, it really does support any kind of need that comes out. People just rally because they love that hometown feel. And I commend you both for helping create that and, and you know, perpetuate that hometown feel of Sanger because it really is a very unique, strong community. As you say, you know, when, you're, when you're here, you're home. Yeah. <laughs> well, Donna? What do you think? I'm ready for the foundation. I'm, I know. I know what some of the stuff that they're giving away is. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, I'm yes. All in. We have we have some new things coming out this year. So yeah. keep an eye out. There's going to be a golden ticket. And it's it's only going to be available for a hundred individuals 100 to go. Deal. Yeah. What so it's a lot heck? of fun stuff. So it's a Willy Wonka. It is a Willy Wonka. <laughs> I do I do appreciate that a lot of the foundation functions do revolve around food. We talked about that a little earlier, and for a for a large man, it brings happiness and joy mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah, Valerie, right. thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. Thank you for having us today. We really appreciate the opportunity to get information out about the Sanger Education Foundation. Absolutely. Yeah, anytime. We hope we hope you come back maybe after the gala, and you can tell us how well you did. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, Donna. Well, well, thank you all for listening to the 266 Express. I'm Donna Green with my co-host, Sean Noblet. That's it. That's thank it. you for thank joining, you. <laughs> joining us, listening in to what's going on in our small little North Texas town. Mm-hmm.